We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is Corey Willis with PBI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What's going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. This episode today is a, it's a different kind of one, and it's cool. We love to cover every side of the diesel industry, and we're always talking with racers or truck owners have really cool builds, restorations, companies that make products. Uh, not long ago, we did an episode with Turn 14 Distribution, and we were talking to them about the, the distribution side and things that they can do to help shop owners out there. Today we're going to have Eric from Turn 14 on, and we had a bunch of questions from business owners after our last one, so we're going to ask him. We're going to go through things like emissions-compliant products, the kind of demand they're seeing for them, and then also ways they can help business owners, shop owners, be able to grow and expand their business in the diesel market. So we're excited to have him on today. I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode. We want to encourage you, if you have any specific questions, for turn 14 and there's probably going to be tons of them because each business is unique each customer base each region state etc is is really specific feel free to reach out to those guys chat with them they'll get you in contact with eric or any number of the different guys there that specialize just in diesel trucks all right let's get to the podcast with eric and talking about emissions compliant products ways they can help shop owners and trends that they're seeing from the distribution side Eric, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to chat with you today about products and distribution and diesel stuff and, and kind of go a little bit more in depth from our last podcast that uh, we did with Turn 14, learn more about you guys and ask some questions that some some listeners had uh, sent our way. So we're excited to have you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me and uh, looking forward to it. I wanted to, to start for, for anyone. I know there's a lot of diesel shop owners that know you. But for those that haven't, if you could tell us a little bit, you know, about your background in diesel and and what you do at Turn 14, and and uh, just kind of introduce yourself to us. Absolutely. Um, so I'm Eric Kinsolving, the uh, account manager diesel lead with Turn 14 Distribution. Um, I got started in the diesel industry 2006. I was a broke college kid that had to have a diesel truck, but I couldn't really afford it, so I bought one anyway. <laughs> Man, it kept breaking down. I think I put a, saved up all the money I didn't have. Um, and bought an edge juice with attitude and within like 24 hours the vp44 injection pump went out and um, yeah i didn't really have money to just drop the truck off at a shop to pay to get it fixed so i had to figure it out on my own so that's when um, i got on the forum started researching i was lucky enough to have thoroughbred diesel like 20 minutes away from me here in kentucky um so I, I I hit them up. That was back when they were in like a three bay shop in Winchester, still spraying bedliners and and working on diesel trucks. Um, so they've evolved quite a bit since then. Um, but yeah, met up with Wade at Thoroughbred. He kind of showed me the ropes on uh, VP44 trucks, and I guess you could say the rest is history. <laughs> it always starts with added power. I know, right? You never 
um, anticipate what that added power is going to do until you <laughs> break something and got to fix it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so from there, um, worked a, a bunch of different jobs, mainly sales stuff. I did some insurance. Some, I worked at a bank. Uh, I was a server in college. Um, and then a job opportunity at Beans Diesel down in Tennessee, Brian Bean, shout out, um, opened up. So I moved four hours south to Woodbury, Tennessee, and um, worked for Beans Diesel for, I think it was three and a half years, did website stuff, sales, phone, tech support, was building fuel systems for OBS Power Strokes at one point. Um, yeah, and then I, so I was a customer of Turn 14, actually, um, at Beans Diesel. And I knew Turn 14 was wanting to get into the diesel market um, heavily, uh, more focused. They had some diesel products then, but not a ton. So the opportunity came up for me to move to Pennsylvania and um, kind of head up the diesel diesel market with Turn 14 distribution. And I've been there since October of 2013, so a little over six years now. What's so cool about being able, and one of the things we love to do is when we talk about diesel trucks and performance and parts and trends and, and all of that, is to be able to talk to different elements of the diesel industry. And, you know, there's definitely, you know, the truck owner, which is, you know, what keeps everything going. And then there's the shop owner, the mechanic side, there's events, but then there's this other huge part of it, which is why I'm so excited to chat today, which is about the distribution part. And that's where it's almost, it's like the connection between the parts or getting the truck back on the road that the customer needs really quick and how that all happens. And you guys see things from a, a different perspective. And we, we've gotten a, a few messages over the last couple months really about, I think this new sort of kind of eye-opening or this acceptance and interest that people have that have newer diesel trucks where they're like, okay what can I do with keeping the emissions intact? What can I you know, get more performance capability from? And I can drive to any of the 50 states. I don't have to worry about it. <clears throat> so I wanted to ask you as far as what you see from the distribution side with companies and with products that are focused on making power, improving performance, drivability with emissions compliance in mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm Glad to hear that you're getting those kinds of questions, honestly, from end users. I think that's great. Um, I think one of the most important parts of the the whole emissions talk is just educating the end user that, you know, it's not 2006, 2008, 2010 anymore where you, ha you, you know, that's your only option is to delete, delete, delete. Mm -hmm. It's exciting now because that's where we're at as a market and, um, you know, Companies have been innovating and working for years now to provide parts, tuning, support for trucks that can still make 600, 650 horsepower, which is a awesome daily driver, you know, horsepower range, still reliable, and still keep emissions present. Um, ATS has been on the forefront of that since, I mean, they stand out to me as one of the companies that was there in the beginning pushing people to go emissions compliant you know back in 2010 2012 everybody was deleting and ats was saying well you know we can still make power clean power reliable power reduce re uh, you know regen and still keep the emissions 
um, systems in place, but still have a fun, um, fun truck to drive and to be reliable. So I think it's great that people are asking you about that because in my opinion, that's where we really, you know, where this comes down to is just educating the end user. I think so many people have been trained to just delete, 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 and not really think about why you're deleting, what you're deleting, what purpose that was on the truck for, um, you know, liability for deleting emissions um, components. It, I think it's just a discussion. I'm glad that it's that it's happening, that people are interested in it, because I think it just comes down to educating the end user what can be done, what to expect, and, you know, the market has just evolved. The products have evolved so much, even in the last three to five years, um, you know, where people weren't interested in that, um, you know, five years ago, but now it's a reality. Now we can have a solid, reliable 600, 650 horsepower truck with all emissions intact, um, you know, and I, I think it's a great thing. I look forward to, we're still early in it. Um, in the evolution too. So I'm excited to see where the market goes. Um, we have some of the best minds in the market putting a lot of resources into this. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where it comes. Yeah, I think that you know, th through the evolution of it, you know, from the early, like 2008, you know those those trucks. It, it, it's almost like, as far as from the OEM standpoint, you know they did what they had to do to <clears throat> to meet a standard. But they've evolved as well, and especially in like the thirteen to current trucks, is Man, the yeah. systems that are there are so much better than what they were at the beginning. And it's almost like the industry in general, like it figured out how to build an eight hundred and fifty horsepower transmission or a thousand horsepower transmission for this truck. But now it's like. It, that stuff we know how to build that we know how to you know it, it's already been done and proven well now it's almost like going back and saying okay well how do we make the the air and the fuel more efficient and then still meet this this goal that the truck is certified for and it, it is really exciting to see and there's so many companies that have have uh, come out with products and are and they're you know talking about the, the things that they're able to do but I wanted to kind of switch it a little bit to the the shop owner, um, the mechanic, the, the, you know, those, th that segment of the diesel industry, what kind of feedback are you guys getting from them as far as, Hey, customers are coming in and they're, they're wanting this product. They're wanting that product. Um, what, uh, you know, what, what kind of feedback and support are you guys offering them as it relates to, you know, the newer, the newer diesel trucks and, and parts that people want? Yeah. I mean, I hate to keep going back to it, but I think it, it comes down to educating their customer. Um, you know, customers used to come in and say, my DPF's clogged up, my EGR cooler is cracked, what do I do? And, or even requesting that it be removed because they read it on a forum or, you know, a Facebook group somewhere. So just educating them on, you know, these are the consequences if you take these parts off. Um, we do have solutions to fix it, make it reliable. Um, you can even upgrade it at the same time, going back to the performance side of things, um, and still keep this stuff, you know, in, in use on the truck. So educating the end user, teaching them about, because a lot of people that are dropping their trucks off at a diesel shop to get repaired, I mean, they come from 
all different walks of life. It could be a farmer that hauls cattle every day. It could be a, a banker that just wants to drive a diesel truck because he likes diesel trucks and he can afford it. It could be, um, you know, a, a race car uh, guy that likes to go drag racing that has a diesel truck to tow his, his car to the track, uh, who is a gearhead, obviously. So he wants reliability um, first and foremost, but also wouldn't mind a little extra power and better fuel mileage at the same time. So I think it's just the evolution of the parts has come a long way. So I think it's important to just continue educating the end user on, you know, what the liability is for removing and also what the possibilities are for keeping um, emission systems on the truck and, you know, that it's, it's 2020. We can, we can make power and keep the stuff on the truck and the truck still be reliable um, and a blast to drive, you know? I think that you know the last episode um, we did uh, with Turn 14, Tom was on and he was talking about the support that customers of Turn 14 have. So when you know shop owner calls, and I'm sure you guys get this a lot, where he's like, "Hey, this you know this guy came in with a you know 2014 Ram, and this is what he wants. What do you guys got for him?" And the crew there can say. Hey, we've got, he just wants a little bit more power. You know, not everyone's racing or even wants to do that. Like you'd mentioned, there's maybe used for work. Maybe he just likes the, the truck. Maybe he's hauling his race car to the, the racetrack. And, you know, whether it's from any number of different companies, um, you know, products that are out there to get a little bit more power, a little bit more efficiency. And so I bet there, there's a lot of education and awareness that you guys are able to provide when you answer the phone or get an email from one of the shops out there that you work with. Yeah, agreed. And that's why it's so important that, and we pride ourselves on being a company run by enthusiasts. That's, it doesn't matter what market you're in, Turn 14 caters to a lot of different markets. If you're a truck or a diesel shop, your sales rep, you're going to be paired up with a like-minded sales rep. Somebody that either has worked in the diesel performance side, is a diesel performance enthusiast, drives a diesel truck every day, um, same thing goes with like our Euro department, the Sport Compact, our Modern Muscle. Most of our competitors typically segment their markets or segment their customers by region, um, whereas we get you with like-minded sales guys. So you're, you know, if you call me looking for lowering springs for a Mercedes, man, I'm going to Google the heck out of that and I'm going to try to help you as much as possible. But I'm a diesel guy, you know. Um, which is great. I think it helps us connect with our customers. We know what we're talking about for the most part, and we stay involved with new products that are coming out of the market. We're all, like I said, enthusiasts. So we're on forums, Facebook groups, reading up on all the latest and greatest products that are coming out, developments. Um, so that really gives us a unique advantage to help our customers evolve as well. Um, if you're a shop owner, and you're working, you know, 60, 80 hours a week, you might not have all the time in the world to to sit down and, and read about the new turbo technologies. Um, whereas not only are we reading up on that, but we're also getting support from manufacturers too, giving us information that we get out to our customers. So it just helps us be able to, to recommend parts to customers because that's what, I mean, this is a, this was a hobby turned career for me. So, it, 
I love nothing more than talking to somebody on the phone and they're asking me questions about trucks. Man, that's that's what I live and breathe. <laughs> so um, it just gives us a unique ability to to kind of relate with customers and also um, help push the industry forward with, you know, new products that are coming out, new trends that we're seeing, uh, stuff like that. So it's exciting when people call us and, and we get to talk shop. That's really cool because I think, especially for truck owners that are listening to this episode, they're going to know exactly what that is like, but from a little bit different perspective. Say if they have an issue with a truck and you're just looking for a place to take it and you go to a shop and it's the word diesel isn't in the name and you're like, Hey, can you fix this? They go, well, we might be able to, um, we can look into it Versus you go to this other storefront where diesel is somewhere in the name and you go in and they know or have seen the issue. It's like that you have that comfort level and that understanding like, well, these guys have done it before versus, um, you know, this might be their first time fixing my truck and you you know, you may not want to be in that position. So I think that that is really unique. And one of the things that I, I love to do in the, the podcast gives me this opportunity is to talk to shop owners. And I know a lot of them listen, their employees listen when they're, you know, they're in the shop and they'll ask questions. And I love to be able to just compile them and like say, you know, today chatting with you is be able to ask these. And so there's, this is going to be heavily focused on, on the shop owner side of it. But I know that there's a lot of a lot of business owners out there that are going to want to hear this. So I'm just going to rattle off some questions that uh, we've compiled since our last podcast. But one of them was um, this guy said, Hey, you know what? There's, there's a lot of companies that, you know, they, they see that I'm a diesel performance shop. They contact me, but I have, he doesn't have the time. And he's like, it's tough because, you know, I may not know that a, that a promotion's going on. I may not know that there's a price increase coming up or a price decrease. And I wanted to ask you, what does Turn 14 do to make it easy for your customers to be able to see changes that are happening, either with pricing, availability, new releases, anything like that, so that they can quickly and easily stay on top of what they can offer their customers, what it's going to cost, how quickly they can get it, etc. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Absolutely. Um, we take, so as soon as Turn 14 gets a price notification change from a manufacturer, we post that on our homepage under price changes. Um, so there's a list there. We try to give, um, you know, customers enough time to to make the change um, internally, whether they have to change pricing on their website or whatever. Uh, we post that directly on our website as soon as we get it with a link of the updated price file. Uh, that becomes important not only on the customer's pricing side, but also um, to comply with the unilateral pricing policies too, um, which might go over the head a little bit of like a retail customer listening to this. But a lot of a lot of companies have um, you know a map policy where you can't you know you have to sell a part at a certain price, so. If our customers aren't aware of these pricing changes, then they could be, you know, dinged for for having 
incorrect pricing on their site. Um, so that's important too, not only their cost changes, but also um, making sure that they stay compliant with unilateral pricing policies. Um, so we take that stuff very seriously. We put that on the front page of our of our um, homepage under price changes. And then it's also up to the, you know, to the sales team to reach out to key accounts on an individual basis to alert them of changes. Um, so, you know, if I have a, if I see an ARP price change coming in a month, I'll run a report of my customers who do, who have bought ARP and I'll send out individual emails and say, Hey, we posted this price change on the site. You bought ARP from us in 2019, letting you know, here's a, an updated price file that goes into effect, you know, and I'm just using ARP as an example. I don't know that they're having a price change anytime soon, but um, we, you know, we, we try to go above and beyond to, to alert customers of that, put it on the web page, and then um, sales staff should be reaching out individually to customers that have purchased that that brand to alert them of price changes. I just thought of something when you were saying that to relate it to truck owners because we, you know, we're consumers. You know, we we want something. We, we've decided on a, a product, maybe even a part number. We toss it in a search engine and go, and so. We're used to seeing the part we want at the same price everywhere that we look. And there's there's some companies out there that are really, really strict with it. And I don't remember what conversation I had sometime with somebody, but they were saying, hey, you know what, if, if this, I think to register the product, you had to supply a copy of your sales invoice to show that you paid the, the map price for it. And that's incredibly important for the end user because they want to, they want to make sure they have a warranty on it. And it's important for the shop because there's also repercussions if they're selling things under that. So just being aware of it and knowing that they're following the manufacturer guidelines would be so important, not just for like the sale, but then keeping that customer and making sure that they're happy and they have the expectation. So I think that is a really big key to it is, is the communication and the availability of information. So it, it is it's really interesting to, to know that you guys, it, it's out there and actively you know, the people there in the office are reaching out to the the customers they have and saying, Hey, this is coming up. You know, you bought 15 of these last year. This is what's happening, you know, on the first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and going back to the pricing thing, man, it, I hate it cause I do it too on some stuff, like some household items, just pop <laughs> yeah. it into a search engine and buy it. But man, when it comes to, you know, especially a hobby like this, this is a hobby. At the end of the day, diesel performance, aftermarket automotive stuff, you know, is a hobby. So you want to find, you know, a company that's going to support you, not just give you the best price, but also offer you support, um, tech support, warranty support. You know, if you have a lost package, something like that, you want somebody that you can feel confident spending your money with, if it's me, if it's, you know, if my favorite place in the world has it for 50 bucks more uh, more money than the cheapest place online, I'm going to give that company an extra 50 bucks because at the end of the day, when I need them, they're going to come through for me. Um, and I think that's that's important, too. And I think a lot of people in this, you know, day and age kind of lose sight of that. But I think it's really important to kind of harp on that, man, just find a good shop that you, you really trust and, and that treats you right and – man, it'll, it's, it's worth more money than you could ever save. Oh yeah. There was something I ordered recently where I, I ordered it and it wasn't the cheapest place and I got it and it was the wrong thing. It was just a mistake or something somebody made. 
And I just emailed them in and it was like 10 minutes later, you get email back. Hey, we're going to send you another one. There's going to be a return label in the box. And I had it really quick and I'm, I'm like, most places don't do that. <laughs> they won't just yeah. <laughs> ship me another one with a return label and have me put it in there. And where that shows itself is when you don't buy from that place and you know, now you've, you've got to ship it back. It's on, you know, maybe on your dime and then you've got to wait and process it. And, you know, I just think once we're dealing with vehicles and especially with trucks that are earning people money or re- they're responsible for transportation day in and day out, the stakes are way higher than, you know, just something I don't necessarily need to get to work or support my family or take my kids to school or do a job. Yep, exactly. I'll tell you the worst feeling in the world, man, is to be broke down on the side of the road with your kids in a car seat in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me how I know, but it's like, <laughs> it's the most unnerving feeling in the world. So one of the, uh, one of the other questions we got, and I'm sure this one's probably maybe the second or third most common you get is pricing, right? So, um, you know, say, uh, uh, there's a, there's a shop that's done business with a couple places hear about turn 14 and listen to the podcast or, or or see you guys at, you know, an event or something like that. And they're like, all right, well, you guys got this in stock. There's tons of inventory. I, you know, I keep this stuff on the shelf. Well, this other place does it for X price. Um, or they do this. How does the pricing work or what would you tell shop owners out there? If they've never talked to you guys, they call in and you know, they're interested in doing business and, the prices, you know, what's big for them? How does, how does it work? How do you guys, you know, do that or set that up? Yeah. So we set up pricing based on what market you're in. So if you're a diesel shop, you're going to get the best pricing on diesel and truck brands with us right off the bat. Um, We have set up a structure within our company where we, we know where the market is for the most part and where we need to be competitive on those brands um, in each market. So we, set the discounts up accordingly to be very competitive right off the bat. So if you call me up and you have a diesel shop, I'm going to set you up with our diesel pricing and it is going to be very competitive with, you know, what's out there in the market. It will probably beat some pricing from some of our competitors. It'll probably be the same on some brands. Um, But man, we rely on relationship. We don't, we are very competitive price wise. I don't want to, lose that whatsoever but we're a relationship company we build relationships i i i I don't want to make a sale based on price because that's not a long-term um play that's that's not going to help you grow your business necessarily um long term so we provide over the top service over the top website um you know no hassle returns um immediate tracking, uh, inventory, immediate shipping quotes live on the site. We win based on service. Our pricing is competitive. We are, I'm a competitive person at heart. So I, I really don't like to not win based on price. So we will get pricing as competitive as possible and win on service and relationship. And that's, that's a long-term sustainable approach, in my opinion, not just for us, but for our customers as well. I think the website, the website portion, I wish as just like a, a retail consumer, I could have the buying experience online that you guys provide your Man, customers. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> because it's like, 
you can see inventory, you can see stock, you cut off times to get it, the shipping prices. And I, I don't want to just, you know, not, not mention that because it, I think on a business to business sales side, that's pretty rare. And especially in the automotive market and, and with diesel, the diesel industry is being able to see that and, and take advantage of it. And, you know, if you know exactly what you want, you can order it on the, you know, through the, the website. Um, if you have questions, you can call in, but just to be able to see all that and take care of it, you know, have your purchasing guy do it is something that I think is really convenient for, for shop owners out there. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, man, I'm passionate about our, I'm passionate about our company, but our website is the best. It, I wouldn't, I don't say that lightly. I've used, um, back when I was still selling retail, I've used them all. Um, and Turn 14's website has always been the best, in my opinion. Uh, and I, I'd like to say that from a non-biased uh, standpoint because I have used them all, but obviously I work for Turn 14 now, so I have to say we're the best. But I really feel that in my soul. Um, you know, if you need uh, an RMA, it used to be you had to call in, wait on hold to talk to somebody to get an RMA number. They'll call you back. Our site, you pull up the invoice edit invoice, request RMA. Three minutes later, you have an auto-generated email with an RMA sheet, RMA number, RMA instructions to send that back. It's just, we we make doing business easy. We try to make it as easy as possible. Um, you know, and, and our site, it starts with our site. Um, just having as many resources available at your fingertips helps our customers be more efficient. It helps us be more efficient. Efficiency is everything, in my opinion. Um, so if you can do more with, um, you know, less time, then you're making money. Isn't it crazy? Uh, it, 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 it can be with any industry, but it's like sometimes shopping, I'm like, do you, do you really want my money? Like, I'm trying to give you my money. Can you just take my money? <laughs> it's this hard yeah. process to do it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Some people make it difficult, man. And I'm not saying we don't have our shortcomings. We, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but I also like to think that we, we own up to them. Um, you know, we're, we're there to support you before, during, after the sale. Um, and we're worried about your long-term success genuinely care about your long-term growth and success as a company um you know so and and i feel like our processes and our resources back that statement up i know there's going to be listeners out there that are going to have unique questions going to be uh you know, wanting to know about specifics and I, I want them to be able to reach out to you guys the easiest way possible if someone's listening they have questions they want to sign up maybe they're you know, looking for something, they, they want to learn more. What's the best way for them to get in contact with you guys on the diesel side and start That's asking those? We try to make ourselves as available as possible. You can hit me up on Facebook. Look me up on Facebook, Eric Kinsolving. Shoot me a message. Um, you can email me, ekinsolving at turn14.com. You can call in, extension 8047 is my direct extension. Or just visit our website, turn14.com. Um, man, we're, we have a, a full truck and diesel team. Um, you know, that's, that's all well-versed, all enthusiasts, more than happy to answer any questions anybody has. Well, I appreciate you answering some of these questions we've gotten from shop owners out there. And it, like I said, it's really cool to get 
that side of the industry and learn more about it and and how things work and how these products are getting to shops which are going on end users trucks which are keeping you know vehicles making money you know holding up day to day getting jobs done it's something that uh i really like talking about because it's a it's a strong element of the diesel industry and the diesel community so it was good to chat with you kind of catch up i think it's probably about eight years ago seven or eight years ago um i met you the first time at shy diesel and uh extravaganza and we got to you know check out some of the racing and stuff and uh you know, see all the, the great things that you guys have done at, at Turn 14 and the growth and the reception people have. Like I said, when we did that last episode, there was Instagram direct messages and emails from shop owners like, hey, if you, you know, when they're on again, ask them this question, ask them that. I'm, I'm really interested. So we appreciate your time and, and catching up with you and learning a bit more. Awesome. Yeah, Patrick, thank you so much for doing this, not just this episode, but the Diesel Podcast in general, man. I think it's content is number one. Um, should be number one focus right now for a lot of people. And I think you got that early on. So I appreciate you uh, not only doing that from a business standpoint, but also an enthusiast standpoint. I listen to the podcast as much as I possibly can because I like diesel trucks. So uh, definitely appreciate you doing what you do and, um, you know, being such an integral part of the industry for as long as you have. Don't forget, diesel fans, if there's any questions that you guys have for Eric or any of the the diesel specialists at Turn 14, just go to turn14.com, or you can take advantage of any of the the contact methods that Eric gave out from email, social media, et cetera, and he's more than happy to chat with you or connect you with someone to be able to answer those questions specific to your business and to be able to service your customers better. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.